important news. How many lessons have I expressed that I want you to do something because I wanted you to start sounding smoother and to have your speaking flow and have this nice, calm way of talking? Well, not today, because today we're going to talk about a sound that is called a glottal stop. This sound is just like when I say a sound in my throat. For example, if I said, uh-oh, uh-oh, that's a way for me to say that something just happened. Something bad might have just happened. I did this a lot when my kids were babies and something would spill and you would say, uh-oh, So what am I doing? I'm making a sound in my throat. It happens because I'm stopping the flow of air. I'm building up pressure in my throat, and then I release the air. Uh Uh-oh. You may not have noticed this glottal stop because it rarely makes a difference with the meaning of an English word. Today I'm talking about important. Now if I said important you would still know what I'm talking about. There's no confusion about the word. But I also think it's one of those new lessons learned that will add to your speaking skills and make you sound like a more advanced speaker. This sound is typically in a two-syllable word. And often, if if the second syllable, which is the reduced syllable, has a T, the letter T, followed by the letter N. This is where you hear the sound. So let's practice. In important, we have the T, and then we have an N, and it does end in another T. So let's practice with some words that just have the T and then that a sound with the letter N. How about the word kitten, like a baby cat? Oh, look at the kitten. What am I doing? I'm making this funny noise in my throat by holding the air. But I'm not saying the T sound. My tongue goes up towards the behind my front teeth. And then I make the sound in my throat, this glottal stop, while I'm making the N sound at the very end. So I go, I rush up to the, to the T sound, but I don't push it out. I don't say kit. I just make my tongue go up like I'm about to say the T. Kit, I'm holding the air in my throat. And then I make this noise in my throat while making the N sound. Kit, try that. Let's do a couple. How about if you have a glove but the kind where all of your fingers are in it together, it's called a mitten. Now you can say mitten, but most people say mitten. You might have curtains in your window. How about if you live in Britain? Maybe you live in Manhattan. Do you know someone with the name Martin, or 
Remember, we had a president whose name was Clinton. The past tense of writing something is that it was written. The past tense of the verb beating is beaten. There's a saying, off the beaten path. That might mean you're on vacation and you found an unusual place to go. You could say, we found a great vacation spot off the beaten path. That means it wasn't as popular of a place or not many people knew about it. Another word that is pretty common is the material cotton. Some people only like to wear cotton blend shirts. Now, I want to take this lesson one step further with you and tell you about this thing that happens when we have an N and then a T spelled in a word. Sometimes we will not pronounce the T sound. So I'm not talking about this glottal stop right now. I'm talking about just any time you see a word and there may be an N and then a T, like in the word international. Now you can say international and push out that T sound, but oftentimes what happens is people leave out the T sound. And I do this with this word also. I say international. Now it's not spelled I-N-N-E-R, inner, but I say international. You can do this with the internet. You may say internet. And people do say that. Some people do push out the T, but some people leave it out. And the reason why I'm telling you this is if we take a word that has the N and then a T, there's this concept where we could drop the T sound if we want to. And then if we have a word that also has an N after the T, we may do this glottal stop. That's in the word sentence. I say sentence. Let's put it in a sentence. So I think we're doing two things here. I'm removing the T because it's spelled S-E-N-T. So there's that N-T thing. And then we have an E-N-C-E. So there it's an N, a T, So we're going to remove the T. And then we have an E and an N. Sentence. And then I end it with an S sound because that's what the C is giving me. Sentence. I have another word that has both of these things happening. The word is, and I'm going to say it the way I normally do, intermittent intermittent, something that occurs at an irregular interval, or I could say interval. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. Something that's not continuous, intermittent. That has a prefix, I-N-T-E-R, inter. I can choose to say inter or inner because it has that N and a T. I say inner. And then we have mittent, intermittent. And that's spelled M-I-T-T-E-N-T. 
So we have an N and a T in the very beginning, an inner, inter. And then at the end, we have a T and then an N sound. And there's where the glottal stop happens. Intermittent. The last letter is a T, so that's what you're hearing at the end. I could say, I take intermittent trips abroad. Or the forecast is for intermittent rain. All right, fine. You talked me into it. I'm going to give you one more of these confusing words. And the word is mountain. Because there ain't no mountain high enough. (laughs) That's a song. Anyway, let's spell it. M-O-U-N-T-A-I-N. So we have an N and then a T, so we can get rid of the T, and then we have an A-I-N. That's the reduced syllable, so we have an N and a T, but now we also have an N after the T, and that's where the glottal stop happens. Mountain. Mountain. I'm going to climb a mountain. Sort of like today's lesson. There were lots of mountains to climb. I hope you enjoyed this lesson and you can like it. You can share it. I'm always telling you to do something with it. Do something. Support me. Thank you so much. No, seriously, I really do appreciate that you're listening all the way to the very, very end. I will talk to you really soon. And it's been my pleasure. This is Pronouncing English with Pam. I can't believe it, but we made it to 82, 82 lessons. I didn't know I had so many things to talk about. Well, if you'd like to contact me, just go on proaccentcoaching.com. There's a contact form, and I would love to hear from you. Bye for now.